culture, society. On every street and around every bend lies a world positively overflowing with both. But sometimes we can all use a night in, removed from the endless spiral of chaos and absolute nonsense that waits outside our doors. And for those nights, there's Drizzly, the number one app for alcohol delivery. With Drizzly, you can shop local stores and compare prices on the biggest selection of beer, wine, and spirits, then get your favorite drinks delivered to your door in under 60 minutes. All from the comfort of your couch. Because society is great, but it doesn't have your couch. And it's windy out. And you forgot your jacket. And oh my God, would you look at the line at that place? Are you serious? I... (sighs) So download the Drizzly app or go to drizzly.com. That's D-R-I-Z-L-Y dot com today. You're listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. That's me, your naturally platinum blonde pop culture connoisseur. I'm the reality TV junkie, self-improvement addict, and host with only the hottest teas spilled fresh, fresh weekly. For more hot takes, go and give me a follow at Just Plain Zach on all of the social meds. I've got really funny Instagram stories, usually of like my neighbors or me dancing naked in the shower, which are some fun thirst traps that people have really been appreciating, especially men um, past 60, they really love them, which I feel like is becoming my new demographic and I might as well just own it. Um, if you want to stay up to date with the latest show news, go and follow our account at no filter with Zach. We have really funny memes. We've got, um, really funny videos. Like it's just, it's always a good time over there. And if you want to stay up to date with the latest reality tea, then you're going to want to join our secret Facebook group, which I guess is no longer a secret because I talk about it every week on this fucking show. So if you're a reality TV junkie and you want to converse amongst other reality TV junkies, then you're going to want to go. The link is in the description below. Before we get to today's episode, I want to shout out a couple of collabs that I've done. I was on Ono oh Bravo's podcast where we talked about the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills finale. I broke down the Kardashians' most terrible moments with Hollywood Leon on his podcast, Everyone is Terrible. Both are available on iTunes. And then I did a fun little IG live with Deanna Aspear, my girl. You know I love her. She has her new uh her new podcast, which is going to be dropping soon. But if you want to listen to us debate Team Brandy versus Team Denise, you're going to want to go on her Instagram account at Deanna Aspear. And I just, I'm not going to tell you who wins, but I may have definitely won that battle. Today's guest is, uh, he's very tough on the eyes, I have to say, but his Instagram account is poppin'. His housewife's knowledge is just as solid as his fast food orders, and his memes are just as hot as his thirst traps. Please welcome the host of the Pop Goggles podcast, Mr. Jeff Epstein. That was a phenomenal intro. I'm so flattered. How are you? I'm doing well. I mean, I am just, you know, I feel like it's the first day we can see. Are you in L.A.? Mm-hmm. We see peaks of the sun. We're seeing through the layer. I'm feeling great. Yeah. Are you, I mean, the, the fucking weather has been insane. The smoke and the ashes. Like, I feel like this is the perfect time to have dandruff because nobody will ever know. No, nobody knows. And it's so bad because I've still been working out outside every day and like I'm breathing in all the smoke and I'm just like, what am I doing? Like I was just on a long run. I mean, and I was like, what am I doing? I did it this morning. I went, I had like a boot camp class outside and I was afraid that like it was going to kill my lungs, but I feel like, 
you know what? I just have to live my life now. If, if COVID's going to kill me in six months, then I just need to own it and live my life. Exactly. No. And somebody sent me something today. It was like, oh, it, uh, stepping outside is equivalent to smoking 18 cigarettes in a day, like with where we're at. And I was like, I've smoked worse in a day. So this is fine. <laughs> I was like, I'll take it. I love it. Um, do people, because your name's Jeff Epstein, do you, I mean, obviously people make references all the time, but like how annoying, like on a level of one to 10, how often does it even happen? I mean, every day, even my neighbor just was like, can I ask you a question? And I was like, sure, just, you know, whatever you want. And she was like, we always see mail come in for Jeffrey Epstein. Like, is that you? And I was like, yeah. And they were like, oh my God, everyone in our building was so curious. Like who's getting mail to Jeffrey Epstein? And I was like, oh my fucking God, every other fucking Jew in the book's name is Jeffrey Epstein. Have you ever considered like changing your name or like building a new brand outside of your name? No. So what's funny too is like my middle name is Lewis. So if I were to do that, it'd be Jeff Lewis. And I was Jeff like, no, I don't want to do that. Um, no, I'm just reclaiming the name is really what it is. I'm reclaiming it. I've been Jeff Epstein. I wasn't blessed with a great name. And I wasn't, my birthday is Donald Trump's birthday. So like we're, I'm just making do with what I have. You are making uh, skinny girl margaritas out of lemons. I'm making crack out of cocaine but yeah <laughs> i'm like to be honest are you like fully sober i'm fully sober yeah so no alcohol no weed no 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 fully fully sober yeah you're not like kim richard sober not kim richard sober um would love to be aspire to be kim richard sober <laughs> but no completely sober and um enjoying life i'm off probation tomorrow i'm very excited oh. Look at you. I know. We're just, this is the comeback. I love it. You're going to yeah. rebrand Jeffrey, Eb Jeff Epstein. It's going to be like a whole new vibe now. Totally. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So I know we, we like divvied off, but I want to talk about, I want to start by talking about um, the end of this family dynasty, which is the Kardashians. How sad on a scale of one to 10, how sad are you that it's ending? I don't even know if I can rate it on a sad scale. I think I don't know what to feel. I think I'm shocked. I'm taking it back. It was kind of like, you know, we'd all obviously not really watched it in recent years. We saw all of our content was fed through social media and Chris Jenner's school of marketing is always save the exclusive, which I appreciate. And that's really what they did. Like that's the one way they still kind of got you like that one, maybe one minute of a scene was the exclusive behind a story that we saw play out in the media or on the social media. So, so sometimes I'd tune in for that, but you know, for the most part we weren't, but just knowing that like, they're no longer the landmark of E and just, it, it's the end of an era and I'm, I'm adjusting appropriately. I'm taking the time that I need. Yes. How are you feeling about it? I was very, I mean, I wasn't surprised. I'm not even going to bullshit. I was not surprised because I predicted this last summer. I said, there's no way they're going to have a show going into 2021 or like, really? No, sorry, 2022. I said, 2020 is going to be the year that they probably decide to wrap everything up. And 2021 is probably the last season we're going to get of them. And you said, you predicted I said this? it, I predicted it. It is on. I haven't found the exact episode that I said it on um, mm -hmm. because I couldn't remember if I said it on my podcast or if it was said on somebody else's podcast. So I'm looking for the clip because I predicted exactly this. Okay. I think you're lying, but um, I'm totally <laughs> telling the truth. I swear to God, I will find the clip and prove to people that I called this exact. I didn't call it as like the way it's going down and the Kanye stuff. But like, I was like, there's no I just saw it because I've watched the show from the very beginning that I was like, there's no way they can continue to. I actually was just talking to my hairstylist about this. 
maybe the last time I went in to see her. Um, it's been a minute, but I was talking to her about like, there's no way they could have continued to keep the show going and reinventing it because the issue with reality shows is we see everything through social media now. Even housewives, everybody's snapping Instagram stories when they're seeing them out. We're seeing clips of their fights. Like all of that stuff is just, it's not as contained anymore. Yeah, no, I mean, I agree. I think that... I didn't see it lasting super long, and I knew that Christiana was a smart enough businesswoman for them to go out on somewhat of a high. I mean, even though ratings have dipped tremendously, but like you know, higher meaning like it it wouldn't be completely awful um, by the time they bowed out. But I just it, it like expected but unexpected. Do you know what I mean? Like I wasn't expecting on fucking what, what was it September eighth on a Tuesday to be driving and be like, oh my god, this wasn't what I wanted from you right now this week. I know. It's not what I want. I, during this fucking hell weather, I don't want this shit. These fires and we got this, this, this announcement. I'm not happy about it. I know. I love the Kardashians. I love me some Kim. I, what's interesting. Okay, so this is the, the discussion I want to have with you is, do you think that they were let go by the network or do you think they actually quit? Okay, I'll answer your question in one second. Who's your favorite? It's between Kim and Courtney. Great answer. Fluctuates. Mine is Courtney. I love Courtney. She was my favorite for so long, but we see, we don't see as much of her life now on the show that like, mm, you know, that's why she's, Kim will kind of take the the centerfold. Um, but it's usually one of the two. I agree. Yeah, no, I think that like people don't realize that Courtney is actually so funny. You know, it's the worst. The worst is people that, Chloe is their favorite. There's nothing worse than somebody that's like, Chloe's my favorite. I mean, that's you're- such a basic bitch. Pumpkin spice latte in the fall. Eat my ass fucking answer. You know, uh, yeah, you're, it's, you're a loser. So not you, but you know what I mean? Those people. Um, okay, so do I think they quit? Or, no, they, they quit. What it was is they couldn't mutually, uh, you know, reach a deal. Um, and Chris Jenner is smart. And I think that they're going to take a second, take a beat and, and do something on a streaming platform. I could easily see them ink a deal with Netflix or, or something like that, or their own, own, you know, something streaming, like they'll figure that out. I, I 100% do not think they're fired, but it sounds like you do. I don't think that they're fired, but I think there is somebody that's putting out that narrative that they wanted more money. So E gave them the ax. Cause you look at some of the articles that have come out and I think I mean, it could be that they really did walk and there's just somebody at the network that's pissed that they walked because what what I think is dangerous about the narrative, I love that I'm like saying it's dangerous, um, about that. I'm like, you want to talk about dangerous? Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, but the issue for their brand is with the narrative out there being that they were fired from E! sends a message to pop culture and, and like that world that they're no longer an asset because their ratings are going down. They think they want more money. And now if E!, which has been their bread and butter for the past decade is letting them go. I think that that could potentially tank their opportunities, but I think it also gives them an opportunity to be like free agents where I think I could probably see Kim Kardashian. I'm going to timestamp this so that when this happens, I have the receipt, Jeff. I think that Kim Kardashian will probably do a Chelsea Handler style Netflix docu-series sort of situation. So I was thinking the same thing. Like I said, when I when I think of them dick inking a deal it's definitely docu-series, almost kind of like reflecting back on the reality series and what everything's become. And, and it was becoming that, though. Like, it was, they were becoming larger than the show. They had been for a while, and that's yeah. why they started breaking the fourth wall. And they had kind of already done every pivot and transformation that they could. Like, they evolved enough, and it was like, this is, this is where we're headed. 
Um, and so, yeah, I, I think that is where they're going, you know, and Kim's like going to have a podcast about the law stuff and like, we'll see them in so many other formats. And then when you think about it too, it's like each episode, they're getting what 1.8 million viewers. They have, some have almost 200 million followers on Instagram. So it's like, they're getting way more of a platform through their social media than they are on that fucking show. So it's like, I agree. I, and then this takes them out of the, um, their, their exclusivity non-compete clause with E. Yep. Yeah, I, I'm excited for them. Like I said, I think people are ugh, the worst of the people cheering. Like, oh my god, thank God, like Kardashians on. Like, first of all, they didn't die. They're not going anywhere. Like, you're simply not seeing them on that platform. And if you're if you're annoyed by them and you're somebody that's saying that, that means you weren't even watching them on the show. And if anything, that means you will be seeing them more on social media and other stuff. So you're yeah. a real idiot. Don't have the show. Um, yeah. So we'll just see them. You know, they'll, they'll utilize their platforms as they will. I agree. I I also hate everybody. And I think you joked about this on your Instagram about everybody that wants Chris Jenner to join Beverly Hills. But you have to understand there are legit people that believe that this will actually happen. They're the same people that are LVP stands. Right. No, it's it's like I said this and I'm trying to be nice, but like people are just so fucking stupid. My threshold for stupid is really low at this point um, during this pandemic. And yeah, it's like, guys, she's not going to, she would never give up the the executive control that she had on her show to join a show like that. Like, never. Nor would they she even make a good housewife. No, or, or they couldn't afford her. Like, it's just so, as much as it'd be like, okay, this could be cool, and they, and she knows people and things like that. Like, she wouldn't be revealing, like, she's not willing to get in that mix. It's it's not her format. That's not her arena. She knows that. It, it just, people are just so dumb. They're incredibly yeah. dumb. But I'm trying to be nice today. Do you think that um, we'll see the Kanye stuff play out in the final season? I think they will talk about it. I don't think we'll see any of it. I think we'll be a, there will be a lot of dancing around. The same way they did with like the Tristan Chloe scandal. Well, yes, and kind of also remember when Kanye had the mental breakdown. I think it was the end of 2016 after the robbery. We kind of touched on it, but we didn't like see him. He didn't film. Like I think that kind of sitch. I want it. I want to see more. I, I, this Ew, is, what, are you kidding me? I want fucking ambulance this, rides. But this but... Is, this, I want to see him in the hospital, um, filmed on, on Chloe's iPhone. What, um, fuck, I lost my train of thought. Sorry. No, it's fine. Uh, okay. Well, I, it'll come back to me. But <laughs> Wasn't I, that important? It, my thoughts are always important, Jeff. All okay. of my thoughts, all of them, no. I have them on speed dial and they're all very important to me. I love it. I, I'm excited for the final season. I think this is the right time for them to end it because like they can really tie it all up in a nice little bow. There's a big enough scandal going on um, that we'll get enough of it, but it's like the perfect time. Oh, this was my thought um, about Courtney and Kim, how Courtney's getting so much shit for wanting to dial back from the show because she doesn't want to show her relationships. But yet you see Kim and Kanye and there she kind of really protects her relationship with Kanye that's why I think and I think Courtney helped really make that show not only is she so funny but she gave everything with her relationship in the beginning Scott. I agree her and Scott, I mean think we about saw that. her whole vagina as she pulled Mason out of her that is the main relationship of the show was her and Scott I agree she gave a lot she's like I'm done with this I'm rich enough it's fine it's yeah I think, I, I think it, it makes sense. drama like that yeah, I think what it is is I'm so excited to see where E's going to go. Like, what are they going to do? They've got no more very cavalry. Speaking of, well, I guess we've determined that the Kardashians quit, but we definitely know that Dorinda did not quit. She was definitely not, <laughs> she was definitely not um, leaving Housewives on her own accord. It's, 
So, I mean, I think for a second, just because of that announcement, you, there, you're always a little bit thrown when it's an announcement, bef- especially before the end of the season. There's, yep. a, there's a little bit of trickery into like, maybe she did quit. And then you're like, no, 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 no. And then you always have to go back. You, you first think, okay, who's the person that's announcing this? Were they somebody that loved the show and would ever quit? And you're like, no, Dorinda wouldn't quit. So that's your, that, you get that out of the way right away. And then you think, wait a minute what happened this past season and like what would the network think of her and then you assess that and so when you put a plus b equals c when you put it all together you're like no 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 no, she was fired and then yes seeing the first part of the reunion you're like yo she was fired yeah it was do you after seeing the second reunion do you think that they made the right decision or do you think this was just her bad season and she could have had some serious redemption next year wait when you say second you mean the first part right second part wait part two did it? Oh no no no! Fuck it! I'm lying. Sorry. Zach, sorry. you are smoking crack. Sorry. I um no. It was the second Beverly Hills reunion, but this was the first part of the New York reunion. You're right. And she was just like being annoyed. It, it was like annoying to watch. Even her bickering with Ramona on the side. She's just so miserable. Where you're like, this is annoying. It's not entertaining. Reflection with Andy's questions. It, it, yeah, it, it's time. I think that. It was just, it, it's become apparent that she needs a break. It, we've had that happen in certain situations where you're just like, yo, they need a break. Yeah. They need a break. Well, you also hear how, you know, terrible she was behind the scenes with production. Well, I heard that. And then what I was going to say, I, I didn't know how many people knew this. And then I had kind of seen something about this randomly. So I was like kind of questioning if I should bring this up. But apparently also what happened, I'm afraid of saying this. It's okay. I'm just going to say it. It's no filter. So I got to say it. So apparently like even in the past, I I think in the past as well, but I know definitively at the reunion, Dorinda had brought up stuff about Scott beating Tinsley. I've I've heard that. Yeah. And so like apparently what happened at the reunion though. That too. So apparently that's also what she's always kind of dancing around and like, that's why she, she can never say it. So I think that's also, that's what's tough too sometimes is we're not getting the full story. And then, and then like, it made more sense too when Tinsley uh, had brought up that her and Dorinda had a fight off camera. Like there, there always is stuff that we don't know. And that would make sense too. It would make sense too why Dorinda wouldn't want John to take the money because he knew that Scott was being her and all yeah. this stuff. And I don't know. I don't want to put that out there, but like I actually just I read did. that theory over the weekend though. I read that exact theory that she didn't want John to take his money because she knew like, and that's, I mean, it kind of puts a little context as to why she was so upset with John and why she's so frustrated with Tinsley. Yeah. I had heard a few months ago about the whole like beating thing, whatever. And that like, it's always something that Dorinda would try to bring up and that is not, you know, production wouldn't allow it or whatever. And I think that's why she, when she kept telling Tinsley, like, you're not showing your life or your blah, blah, blah. Or like when she wanted to, I think she was trying to do it almost to like, she was trying to bring it out to save Tinsley, kind of like how they did with Taylor Armstrong type yeah. of thing. And like Tinsley just wasn't allowing it. So she's like, fuck you. Like you're trying to blah, blah, blah. Like, if that's what's going on, that it makes some more sense for sure. But I think on top of that, Dorinda's just in like a God awful place. And so the two, you know, it's fire and gasoline. Yeah. yeah. I think she needed, do you think she'll be back? I think she needed some time off for sure. But do you think that we'll ever see Dorinda back in a full-time capacity? I think, yeah, you know, I'm so indifferent and just up in the air about what the future of Housewives of New York looks like. Um, you know, it had always been my, or not always, but like for the past few years, definitely had been my my favorite franchise. As, as of last season, I was like, oh my God, this is the only Housewives we've been watching. I'd kind of fallen off from everything else. 
And then this season, like I hated it. And I'm just, I don't like where it's going. I don't know what's going to happen. And I know they're trying to shift it and maybe recast around, around Leah and younger people. And like, what I want from New York is those old broads being sloppy fucking like it's just to me ramona is new york city like that's what it, yeah. or real house is new york so I, I don't know where they're going with it so I, it's hard for me to predict if dorinda will be back i i am pretty yeah i don't think she will be back because i think it's time to if if housewives is going to continue it's time to reboot the series because it's too much of the same thing it's too much of the same tone it, we it, we know what to expect at this point we know sonia's going to get drunk we know ramona's going to give a fake apology we know there's going to be just a ton of deflection like we've the shows the 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 franchise as a whole has become so predictable that i think there's no way it can continue the way that it's going within the next two years. Yeah. I struggle with how housewives will continue in general. Um, like I said, I've really fallen off. I actually, I know it sounds weird. I don't watch much TV. Um, I really don't like at this point, I kind of keep up with like one, maybe two housewives show a week. So what That's are you doing it. just on OnlyFans? You're a monster. Um, no <laughs> guys, I'm not on OnlyFans as much as people it's not happening. Um, I'm very flattered, I guess. But uh, sorry, I was distracted. Be- Beverly Hills was one that I really watched this season. That was pretty much it. Like that's yeah. the only show I was watching on Bravo. Um, and kind of in my life, like sometimes I watch random, like I watch random killer, murderer stuff, documentaries at, at night. But I, I, for the most part, I'm not like a TV person. I'm like, outside all day, so I don't know. No, I I agree. It's hard. Like I feel like at this point, you really have to bring in my attention if I'm going to invest that time. I feel the same way. And there's a lot of you, you hear these loyal people. They're like, I'm loyal. You know, if they give us crap, like I'll still watch the watch trailer. And they're like, that looks like shit, but I'll still be watching. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm yeah. not going to watch it. If I don't like, like I have it. zero desire to watch OC. I think it's going to be a terrible season. Yeah. I don't think it's going to be. Yeah. Can't say anything bad about, about OC. I... <sighs> Zach, you're killing me today. Sorry, guys. Um, I forgot to email Jeff my NDA. No, no, you're totally fine. <laughs> no, I just think, um, yeah. Okay, so <laughs> diving over to Beverly Hills, though, do you think now that Denise has announced that she's definitely not coming back, shocker, do you think Garcelle is on her way out, too? I don't think so. I know she had said that. I think she will be back. Um... I struggle a bit with Garcelle. And it's so funny because everyone's just like, oh my God, I love her. We stand, we stand, which I have a real issue with stand culture as well. Um, to me, Garcelle did not really have a storyline. So I think she tried to pick one with Kyle and it came out of nowhere. It still does not make any sense to me. Um, and I think people just hate Kyle for no reason. So they're like, oh yeah, Garcelle, get after Kyle. And they're like making up this narrative when it's actually for no reason. And so I'm like, no, 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 no. So to me, Garcelle hasn't done enough to warrant her, like for me, in my mind, for to want her to come back. So I, I don't know. But I think she will. I think she's choosing to. I think it's really 50-50 right now with her only because she just got the reel. You can mm. tell she was so disengaged with the cast already that like mm. now that she has a full-time job, a full-time paycheck that'll keep her here in L.A. with her boys – it to me, and you know that the money she's making on the reel is way better than the money she's making on Housewives. I actually don't think so. Why? It I, just because I kind of am somewhat aware of how the pay structure and things like that work. What I do, you hit on something, you hit the nail on the head with uh, stability and being in LA. I think what she saw with Housewives was like, yes, I get to film in LA with my boys, which is kind of what we've heard that before. Um, and then she happened to get 
the real though. And she's like, wait a minute, now I can do this. Like she probably thought that's the only way that she can do this. So she, she lowered herself. I want to say in quotes, lowered to reality TV. Had she last year gotten the real, I don't think she ever would have initially signed on for housewives, but now that she's in it. Yeah. You probably make, I bet you Garcelle, because she's a bigger name signed like a 1.5 mil per season contract. For her with, first season with, the, with, oh, with, with Beverly Hills. Oh, with Beverly Hills. Beverly Hills. I bet you for the real, I'm not kidding you. It's the way you kind of call them. I, maybe 800 to 800 thou. Well, you, okay. So you have Adrian and Jeannie and Adrian and Jeannie have, I think been upgraded. Their original pay was what? 500,000. Maybe I don't know. I think that was their original. Loney Love was making one million, and then Tamara was making three million. So they have a bit of a for budget. the first season. No, of the of the real. That's what their current salaries are. Doesn't mean current. Yeah, no, I know they have a budget. Well, I didn't realize that they had that. That makes sense with current. The the, the members are already there. Existing, but with Tamara but- gone, with Tamara gone, and with the the other pan- I don't remember the the most recent uh, girl that they brought in, but the one that they brought in to replace Tony Braxton. Um, and she didn't work. Tamar. 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 Sorry. Um, she didn't work. She quit. Everybody quits. Yeah. Um, and so I mean, so maybe they, they have a budget. I, I think they have a budget for Garcelle, and I think they made her a pretty sweet deal. Okay, so then maybe that could be the case. Maybe they're she's making about the same. That's, so I, I don't, don't know. Think, I don't think she needs Housewives at this point. And I think if she joins Housewives, she will definitely be the target because she's going to be the least engaged one on the show because she is so busy and like. I just don't think she has a deep enough connection with any of the women right now. I think the only one she's probably close with is Dorit. And I don't know if Dorit's a strong enough ally to have on the show. I was just going to say is that I almost just wouldn't want her on because she's doing the real. We've seen them be too busy for the show. Yeah. And like, I want you that that's really what she was. She was already too busy. She was not no group event. She was always off on her own. Like I felt like I was watching a separate show and like, I want you in the mix. I want you scrappy. Nitty gritty, itty bitty, titty. I don't know. Do you, <laughs> has titty ever been your vibe? Titty's always the vibe. That's good to know. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, no, I, don't. I don't think Garcelle comes back next season. I think Bravo needs Garcelle more than Garcelle needs the show. 100%. That was the same case with Denise, and that's why they couldn't reach an agreement. I bet you Denise was like, yo, bitch, three mil. And they were like, no. And then, yeah. I couldn't see her coming back and actually making the show any good if she came back. Denise? Yeah. It, it did feel like she had kind of, the damage was was yeah. too far. Yeah. She ran her course. I don't know how anybody is even really liking her at this point. I think she comes off highly unlikable, especially after this most recent reunion. Wait, I love Denise Richards. Still? Oh my, so here's the so thing. You, you have to. You were not, te- so you were totally team Denise the entire time. So you have to understand, and and I always explain this to people. Like I hate stand culture and people once they break in their blah blah blah. It's this disgusting shit. Um, I actually like love Brandy. She's one of my favorite housewives. So I was like seeing both. What I came to realize is that I, you know, I one hundred percent Denise is lying. I think Brandy's m- telling most of the truth. Um, I've been seeing Denise because I just think that like no matter what, I see why she would lie about it. So I, I think she's doing a bad job of it and, and digging herself too deep. But I also see why she would lie. But something about her, like I, I am Denise. Denise is me. She has this kind of trashy vibe. Like, oh, fuck. Um, and so something about her, no matter what she does, I just fucking love her. Like I just, yeah. So I do forgive her more than I would most. 
Okay, that's fair. It's interesting. I was having a conversation with somebody because it's hard because I'm with you where like I hate stand culture. I hate cancel culture. Like I hate this like black or white sort of one or the other sort of situation. So for me, I like I don't say I'm team Brandy, but I'm like I I don't like Denise this season. You know what I mean? Right. I try not to say teams and things like that either because you're right. It's not so black and white. It's kind of like I call people out when they need to be called out. I give yeah. credit where credit's due. I, yeah. I'm always acknowledging things like that. Always. Uh, yeah. I all, But I, I can definitely see, especially at the reunion, how Denise can come off unlikable. And But also more importantly, it's I could see how you would not want her as a housewife because she's not doing her job. She's yeah. just not. And she's, she's kind of refusing. What it is is she's really just refusing to do her job. She's and swinging so her dick around to prove that it's it, big. Yeah, and it's very frustrating as a viewer. So I could see that, but my, my love for her is just big. But I, even I at this point was like frustrated. I'm like, Denise, just like, you're like, I'm like, baby girl, what are you doing here? Right. Um, you know? Ashley Darby, speaking of what are you doing here? Are you happy that she's expecting her next child? Do you think that this is a mistake? Do you think that she's doing this for like publicity to save face because she knows her husband is terrible? Funny you ask about Ashley Darby now. Um, I was never like super into Potomac and I kind of jumped in a little bit recently because of our YouTube show and they they forced me to. I do mean forced. Uh, you like it? I, I like it. No, I do like it. I, I, I look at it as a JV. I, I look at it through JV, a JV lens. Yeah. So it's a little bit different. But um, I think in the very beginning too, I said this. I was like, I can't stand like, why, why would people want to watch somebody like Ashley fucking roller derby? Like, I don't get it. What's happening? Um, and for whatever reason, I saw something in a recent episode. There was this kind of side of humanity and this real unhingedness coming through. That's what I look for. Because I think for uh, until proven otherwise, I'm always going to assume you're forcing something for the cameras until I see this flicker of like, whoa, no, 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 no. And I saw something in her. She's also a Gemini. I'm a Gemini. And I was like, wait a minute. Oh, you're a Gemini. I'm a Gemini too. Oh, nice. Okay. Yeah. I was like, no, 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 no. And, and also I'm just, I am a bit unhinged. Um, you know, as somebody who's been medicated for most of their life and who has, you know, whatever. I, I was like, wait a minute. So now I'm like, I love her in this like weird way. And so I think she's honestly just so fucked up in the head and she's like i'm having a baby this kid. she's just so lost and she's like i'm having a baby now because she wants two kids she doesn't know what's going on she feels trapped like there it is so dark her mind in that situation is so much darker than we thought and i think at first we thought like she's just this dumb bitch it's maybe forced or whatever no 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 it's dark sorry dark. that was that was I, yeah dark how i like what do you think is the situation there i, I mean they definitely have a weird dynamic and I don't want to say agreement or, you know, whatever. Um, I just, but I just mean like in her mind, it's dark. Like there's just a lot of trauma and a lot of, I, and I'm not saying I don't want to be like, she's mentally ill, but I just think like she's got a lot to work through. Interesting. I'm going to send her a number to a good therapist. I'm like, don't you ever fucking tell her I said this shit. Ayahuasca. Don't you ever. I'm always so afraid. I don't, I, I'm, I talk badly about people, but I'm actually very nice, so I never want them to know that I am. I hate when people, don't you hate, I hate when people tag these housewives and tweets and things like that. No. Somebody had once shown something to Leah from New York that I said, and like she had put in her story, and I felt bad. I was like, I don't want to be mean to them to their face. Yeah, I feel like it's, yeah, I feel like I'm very careful about what I say, because I also like to be very mindful of like, I'm not going to say it if I wouldn't say it to your face. If I wouldn't say it to you, then I'm not going to put it out there at all. You know what I mean? I tried to be 
somewhat respectful in that way. Oh, I'm like, no, I love talking shit. My whole family comes from my dad. My dad's such a good I love to me. talk shit, but I'm not going to talk shit if I'm not willing to say it to your face. And so that's no, my true. issue with would... a lot of my friends is I tell them shit to their face and then I don't have many friends. <laughs> no, that's so true. I think what it is too is that I, I totally would be willing. I would just rather not because I don't want to hurt their feelings. So, And yeah. again, this isn't friends. Like it's different with friends, but for, in this arena, this, you know, I'm looking at them yeah. as characters and I'm just saying this. So yeah. like, I don't want to. And they know that they're characters. I mean, I'm not going to go to like after like Teddy Mellencamp's kids, like people need to calm down, but like it's insane with the kids. Like we've got to stop with that. Um, okay. So let's dip out of housewives for a little bit. Chris okay. Evans. Are you a crush? Is, do you have a crush on him? Uh, yeah, I think he was actually my favorite Chris. Like was he beforehand? Who was your favorite Chris? I don't know. Well, there's, Ev- there's Evans, Pratt, Hemsworth. I don't, I'm not a big, Chris Hemsworth fan. He's hot, but I would rather do Liam. It's weird because I think Chris might be a little bit more attractive, but Chris is a bit too buff. Yeah. So there's I, I something about and... Liam that is like a little more human. Yes. Yes. Okay. And then yeah. So there. Otherwise, other than that, there was Pratt and um and evans and there's something about pratt that i'm just like i kind of like it he's got like a dad vibe and i don't know maybe that's my daddy issues that i'm still working through but chris pratt is like got a vibe going on i remember for a second when he first got into shape i kind of saw that too and he was and i was like okay because i usually do like a little like a little belly not even no not even that but like I, i like a little I don't want you to be super clean cut. I like some yeah. like hair on the chest. I like you. Like I kind of want somebody that looks like they came off a farm and like whatever. Like I like a trash bag. Um, but it's something about Chris Evans still, even though he he is somewhat clean cut in that way and looks kind of whatever. He still is kind of like I feel like he does tr- still drive a truck and whatever. And like his I, something about him is like like that boy fuck. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Did you see his oopsie whoopsie over the weekend? His his slip of a dick pic? Yeah, I didn't know what it was at first. Then I kept seeing it. I was like, where the fuck is it? And then people were like, you're looking Dang. at it. And I was like, what do you mean? Where's the, I'm thinking like, people kept saying nudes. The, like the words nudes. And I'm thinking of full spread. Not yeah. this. So I'm looking, I'm like, what is this camera roll I'm looking at? And then I realized what I was looking at. Yes. It took me a minute to figure it out because I was looking for it. I was like, he accidentally leaked it on his story. Like, where is it? And so I was looking through Twitter to find it. And then I was like, oh, okay. Were you impressed? I feel like there wasn't much to see to be impressed by. I mean, I think that like it's just a bad dick pic. But like, I you think, think it's a great dick. I think, yeah, I think what it was, I think we're only seeing like this, the second half. I think, you know, I think it was a quick like, it was, you know what it is? You know what that type of dick pic is? That's to somebody that you already know and send them to. So you're kind of just like, oh, like I'm horny or whatever. You're not trying to make it look good yeah. and take the full thing out. Like, it's just like, you know, I'm, I'm like about to like play with myself, whatever. That's, that's what it was. So that's to somebody he knows. And so I can, I, I, I am an, analyzing what this dick pic is, but I'm, I can see that like, that's a nice dick. Yeah. It didn't look like a bad dick. I think I agree. It was a bad picture. And then it was black and it was dark. And then it was black and it was white. Like black and white. I was like, what's happening here? Do you think he was sending that to like a fan or do you think he was sending that to like a girl? No, that's like somebody, that's a girl that, like I said, has seen his dick. Like he, I I could have even been like a funny. No, I think it's like he's dating her and he's just like, oh, like miss you, like whatever, just like come on, like, you know, whatever. Like it's just like a quick peek. It's just showing that like his dick's hard and like he's he's about to. Somebody sent me that picture. That would be an immediate breakup. 
Really? I've gotten some strange dick pics. Like in your DMs or like from guys that you've dated? Um, I'd say mostly, mostly DMs. I've only dated like two, three people. Um, but, but yeah, or like from random hookup, like just all, from all over the map, I've gotten strange dick pics. There's, yeah. What makes a good dick pic? I mean, I guess you need good lighting. I mean, I prefer I like- it like, no, oh. you go. I don't like when guys like will put like a Coke can or a remote next to their dick to like prove something. The worst. I hate that. No bad. And I'm I'm all about like I prefer you. I like when you're laying down and you just take it and you like right from above. I don't need to see you like putting the camera below it, things like that. Like it gets complicated. Just like a simple shot. Clean your bedroom. Don't take it over a toilet. Like there are just so many bad dick etiquette like rules that need to be like corrected yeah but that's what i mean I, st- I do still appreciate just the fact that he was in bed i i appreciate like a peek out like he wasn't even his pants weren't down he was peeking it out to, I, I actually like like that something about it's very attractive <laughs> i'm very attracted like, like i said that boy fucks so i'm whew. i'm really into ryan Philippi right now oh he's always one of my number ones my number one is like one. at the top right now my number one, number one is Paul Walker, but obviously he's he's not on the earth anymore. Um, my that number two, two is is Ryan P. And yeah, the only thing is he's short. Um, and I'm tall, so, How so it short throws is me he? off. He's five nine. That's not short. I mean, it's shorter. How tall are you? Like six two and a half. Really? Yeah. Why do I? Look I don't mean that in a bad short? way, but I just I don't know. I guess you see people online and you don't really know how tall they are. Interesting. Yeah, so to me, I'm like, okay, so it's always ratio. Like, it's you know, you don't like shorter guys. You only like taller guys, preferably. But you're already so tall. You need like a Carl Rad. It's a struggle. My first boyfriend was six four. Wow. Um, and then like the other guy I dated was six 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 one. So like a little bit shorter. That was like about as short as I wanted to go. And then now I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a ratio. You want to be able to be. How tall are you? I'm five seven. Oh, okay. I'm real okay, sure. No, okay. So that's why you were like, wait a minute. Okay. So then, so then for, yeah, five, nine for you is perfect. Like it's just ratio. Yeah. I would take Ryan Philippi in two seconds. Chris Evans. Oh, too, I don't, I don't mind Chris Evans. I just think he's a little too, like there are moments where he's like a little too translucent for me. Okay. But like, he's kind of, he, he has his moments. He has his Captain America moments where I'm like, okay. Yeah, and something that he's got like a nice happy trail. Like I'm, I'm really big into like a nice happy trail area. When I see that, it's just like there's a real, there's a real quality to that. I love it. Um, where can people go and listen to your podcast and follow you and slide into your DMs? Um, so follow me at it's Jeff Epstein on Instagram and Twitter. It's the same thing at it's Jeff Epstein. Are you heartbroken with the trial that's going on right now of your Wait, former what? lover, Just Lane? Yeah. I mean, I don't even, I'm, people just send me that shit in the, and that's what they send me in the DMs. Not and the, do they, do they think that it's like innovative and they're like, oh, look at what a funny coinky dink. They really do. And they're such clowns, but um, <laughs> that you can find my podcast pop goggles on all platforms, but much like your friend and my friend as well, Diana, Deanna Spear, um, I'm also changing the name. So it is pop goggles, but by the end of the month, it will be manic with Jeff Epstein. Mm. and will so it look, still be like what is your elevator pitch like what is your show is it is it mostly bravo is it mostly reality tv are you giving us tips and tricks like what is the show becoming now 
Well, so the thing is, is that like it had shied away from Bravo a lot. Like I stopped doing recaps. And so it was kind of like, okay, I'm touching on pop culture and Bravo is pop culture. So I would touch on things like that. I would touch on a lot of nostalgia because I'm big on that. Um, a, a lot of it is pop culture chat, but there was always a segment where I told a story um, and a lot of it kind of touched on like, you know, like drugs and, and, yeah. and grit and arrests and whatever. And I just have all these stories and I found that that's what I enjoyed. And it kind of just, so manic is more me. It's still, it's still just like, it, it's conversation, which a lot of it leans towards pop culture. But I, like I said, I always have each guest tell a story and it's just, it's, it's a lot of drugs stuff and tr- messiness. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. It's nitty gritty. I mean, I, I, it's, that's me, you know, I, I wanted it to be me. So. I love that. I loved when you, you had Goldie on, didn't you? From Flavor of Love. I did. I love that you love that. Yes. Well, because I had, I did like a, a throwback month where I had, I had New York, I had Heat, I had Safari, I had um, Lacey from Rock of Love, and I had 12 pack. Did you love, so did you love that era of v- People, era, that, VH1? That is the golden era of reality ah. TV. Like VH1 will never be that again. VH1 no. is dead to me now. But people don't understand like that was at, that was the time. Did you watch Surreal Life even a little bit before yeah. then? Yeah. Thank you for appreciating that. Brigitte yeah. Nielsen. Gita. So good. So good. But yeah, that's where you can find me and that's the situation. And then you have a, a like another podcast, don't you? Oh, no, sorry. I was, wow, just so much to list here. Um, no, we have a, a YouTube show, but now we set it on YouTube. It's kind of a panel format. Me, three other guys, the four of us, and that is doing recaps of Housewives. Thank you, Jeff. For, <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. For for zooming into, um, zooming into Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. Thank you guys for listening to Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. Please go and subscribe. And please go and leave me a review because I'm a millennial and I love that validation. And I do this for you. And I mean partially to feed my own narcissism. But I would love a five-star review. So please go and do that. And if you want to join our secret, which I I really need to stop saying secret because it's not a fucking secret anymore. If you want to join our Facebook group, click the link below. We have really good scoops, really good tea. Jeff spilled some really good tea today. There's a lot more that I'm going to have to pick his brain about, though, that I probably have to edit out at this point. But I feel like I'll have you back on again, Jeff, and you can spill more tea. We'll love to. Thank you guys for listening. Go give me a follow at Just Plain Zach. Follow the show at No Filter with Zach, and I will talk to you guys soon. I won't be back next week. We're going to take a quick break until we're back with our 10th season of Wow, no lazy. Filter. Shut the fuck up. I'm rebranding. Okay, Jeff? Me too, me too, me too. <laughs> uh, but we'll be back soon with all new episodes and all new uh, interviews of Hashtag No Filter with Zach Peter. I'll talk to you guys later. Bye. Mm-hmm.